Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to Late Night with Ride or Die. I've got a really special guest, my friend Mike Mayo. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Yeah, you're like a crunk core legend. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> a crunk core legend. Okay, so like, <laughs> so you sent me a song. You sent me a song today, right before right before we talked. And not only is this like a hundred gex on drugs, but it's like. This shit is crazy. <laughs> like my ears were just getting just they were just it, they were ta- ta- it was tantalizing. It was crazy. It was it was beautiful. You got the panning in in both of my ears, the hi-hats, the the bass. So you got to explain to me like how did you get this sound? Um it's just like an ever evolving thing. I've like fucked around with a lot of genres for like a long time. I've done like like my f- uh, my most like recent album was like had like a garage rock song, like a crunk core song, like a fucking like new wave song, a fucking like old school like uh like electronica emo like ballad. Like I just like always have liked to mix around genres and just like try new stuff. But yeah, I've been like trying to hone in on like the hyper pop thing, but like not like in the not without like being true to myself and like trying to just like hop on a trend, but like genuinely have been inspired by what is going on and being like, I want to do my take on like what this is and not like, it's like, it's not like a fucking like a radio song or anything. You know what I mean? It's not like something where I I could be like, let's put this on TikTok or like, you know, it's not like trying to do anything except for like being like what I like, like, and it was like, you know, let's take this, like this, like, pop punk thing and like put it over like a hyper pop beat that i found on like youtube from this like 19 year old kid named dream rats in pittsburgh and you know it's like it's a fire beat i just like heard it and it like it's interpolates like a fucking like the sweet child of mine by like fucking guns and roses or whatever and like i don't so know I just wanted to like write yeah i just wanted to write a song about missing my friends and like touring and stuff about or and just like the insecurities of being like a musician who makes weird music in a scene that only likes midwest emo and like slowcore <laughs> yeah that's definitely something we got to talk about because like you know what i mean like yeah we were like, we were we were kind of like we were born in like a i guess like a generation or a time where like music wasn't like so hyper serious we were just talking about yeah. that for like a little bit so yeah the whole midwest emo thing it's very like overly serious and you're just doing the exact opposite which i think yeah. is like super important it's hard to it's hard to book some places like some some people like like i think i messaged you i was like a lot of my like determination of like whether i'm gonna book a show or not is whether or not the the promoter like listens to midwest emo or not <laughs> and that's not a hundred percent true but like you know i would say like 85% of the time I've gotten that message being like sorry we don't do that kind of music here or just like nothing you know oh that's gotta be like absolutely crazy because I feel like in LA like you could totally get away with all that because oh, yeah. there's some like crazy shit out here because we have like ham on everything we have it's different though like yeah. you know that's LA I live in like Philadelphia right. and you know Philly's like entrenched in that like kind of scene like if you're not like making like hardcore or like yeah. Midwest emo, yeah. Or like, or like fucking shoegaze. It's like Philly no has one like really a wants huge, yeah. Philly has like a huge like hardcore kind of scene right now, yeah. Like especially in the past like five years, yeah. It's cool, yeah. No, 
I love hardcore. Like I came up like going to like Christian hardcore shows and stuff. Like you and I both. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's weird, right? Did you? Ha- I asked someone this the other night. Did you have like a like a venue or was it in like a church basement? Okay, I always wanted to go to a church basement show, but we don't have that here. We definitely, (laughs) it's all venues here. We had the House of Blues, Chain Reaction, like the popular venues. But you didn't have like a a venue dedicated to like. No, not like the the long lost Devil Wears Prada video from 2007 in the church basement. Like it wasn't like that. (laughs) No, what we had in in Jacksonville, Florida, like where I grew up, there was this this venue that was like a a movie theater that was owned by this church. And they had like, a Christian music like CD store, like a cafe where you could like check your MySpace and like buy Monster Energy drinks, <laughs> and <laughs> and then amazing. like this fucking right, and then they would have this like big open like space where the movie theater was as the venue, and they'd have this like square like this big square on the ground basically between the front and the back where you could hardcore dance. You could not mosh, but you were allowed to hardcore dance within this space, <laughs> like. Like there were rules to this venue and like you'd go in like the alleyway and there'd always be like this drunk priest, like just like smoking a cigarette. And I never thought about how sketchy that was. till the other night like, living his like, life, <laughs> this weird, like just leering at all these like scene kids. Like, you know, just, that is like, too funny. Right. I don't know. I don't think anybody like I've talked. I've, I keep talking to people that come from that era. And I'm like, yo, did you have something like that? Nothing is more obscure than that era with like the the Christian hardcore scene and the Christian metal so popping. It was so weird and so cool. <laughs> so odd. Yeah, no, there were some good bands that came out of that era too, but I don't know who was Family around Four your... Five. Yeah. Like fucking Norma yeah. Jean or like yeah. um, Under Gwen Oath. Stacy and yeah. Yeah. Gwen Stacy. No one ever fucking talks about Gwen Stacy. <laughs> I love Gwen Stacy. <laughs> yeah, no, there were some good bands. Uh, I think Reliant the Cherry. K. Like, oh, Reliant is a great band. Yeah, The Chariot. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many good bands from that era. Yeah, I never realized like how many Christian metalcore bands I listened to, but they were always a lot better than the non-Christian bands for some reason. They just went harder. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> weird. Surprisingly, they went harder. And they would have like a prayer before the show. Yeah. They would like have everybody like pray together and stuff. It was weird. You know? That was like, like the... That was like the classic, like when the intro music is playing and they walk yeah, out on the, the stage. Circle and stuff yeah, they're praying the next to the drummer. That's yeah. so like 2008. <laughs> that was White so V-neck weird. on. It's going crazy. No, but that's yeah. that's amazing. And I, I man, I wish we could have like a something like that now, like where kids could play like shows like that or just like, I don't know, just some kind of like basement kind of thing. I mean, we do kind of we I, you guys probably have something like that, but we just don't. No basement scene or anything like that. People like have like uh, I think as you go out into like uh, maybe like like the the valley and like okay. those like areas like that. Like people will like bedroom show kind of thing. Like, okay, living I've room seen like show. like backyard shows and stuff. Like we have that, but in, in LA. city ordinance are crazy over here. Like I'm you'll sure, never. I'm sure everyone's just angry. <laughs> Dude, houses are like th- like so close together. Like literally, you can step into someone's lawn with just one step oh yeah and, like, like la is like super like densely populated yeah good luck with that bro and trying to get you have to do pay to play venues here you got to pay the fucking oh, whiskey that. go-go yeah 800 bucks no way for, man no no way not fun <laughs> not fun no way but uh yeah no but uh you're doing uh you're doing some really cool things man we were also uh we were talking a little bit about 
just kind of like up and coming uh, pop punk stuff and like 100 Gex and MGK and uh, totally different, like totally like, like across the board, but like you're very scene, opposite ends of the spectrum. Absolutely. But one thing I think they have in common is it's like the alt scene is kind of bleeding now, uh, probably more than ever. And I think now we're kind of gearing more towards the rock aspect of it rather than the rap aspect. I think now like they're bringing in real instruments. You're hearing more guitar and actually real drums. I know Travis Barker's coming in and a lot of that kind of stuff. How do you feel about yeah. kind of stuff like that? I think it's cool. Like, I think it's cool that, you know, a new generation is being exposed to like alternative music, even if right. it's like very different. You know, I think the only thing I'd say about like the MGK stuff is like, you know, it's very, you know, low voice which is not like an inherently like pop punk thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like pop punk has to like exist in like a somewhat higher register. That's what I've always said. I think his voice doesn't match the pop punk thing. No offense to the guy. I mean, like, yeah, like he's doing like the whole like Chad pop punk thing, like really well, like him, uh, Mod Sun, uh, Black Bear. I don't know if Black Bear you'd really consider on that, but like he looks like he would be making music. Yeah, like he that. looks like a like a emo like R and B star Prince man. Yep, and like uh, <laughs> Prince I, man. Yeah, he's a Prince man, and uh, I think that like you know what's interesting is like when I think about that that MGK song with like Travis Barker and Youngblood or whatever. Yeah, I really like the part with Youngblood in it. Yeah, like I think his voice is super good, and I feel like the way he's singing, like what he's singing, like is very reminiscent of that, er- like that older era, but he yeah. doesn't make music that sounds like that. And it's just, it's so weird. Like, I feel like all the, the music he makes is kind of like weird, like psychedelic pop where it's just like, I tied up my parents and I made out with my boyfriend and yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah. and all, but it's like, it's very um tongue in cheek. So weird. Um, I could have thought that was like Bert from the use singing that verse. Like, right. I remember- and that's what's so fire about it. But like, he doesn't make any other music really that sounds like that Not at all. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like, damn, <laughs> like, why, why, why do you make some shit like this? You know? Yeah. I feel like people are going halfway with it. If that right. makes sense. Like they're yeah, not, doing, they're not going all out. And that's something that goes back to what I'm saying with you. And why you're so interesting to me is like, you're just going full blown. I, I like spent that. like too much time, like just like doing shit I didn't want to do or like, yeah. you know, just like, you know, like, trying to play the game and like, oh, this will get me views or like whatever. And then when I was just like, yo, dude, this is like not fun though. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so hard to get out of that bubble where like you feel like you want to make a top 40 record and yeah, you know, you want to be on the charts with Black Bear. I mean, who wouldn't want to be like on the charts? Sure. A bigger but like, I just want to enjoy the music I'm making. For I don't want to like be that, that kid like setting my link to like Adam 22's live stream and just getting oh, like God. made fun of. For like having getting like absolutely normal, decimated just for like having a normal life like you know which <laughs> you know did happen to me one time like a couple of years ago like i like you know like i don't want to oh. do the thing where i just like buy the feature because i'm just like oh this artist is popping so it'll make me pop in like did like songs with Chapo and stuff like just like super like Dude. I, like i did a song that's still on youtube because i can't get it off where it's like a space ghost part beat and stuff and it's, oh, it's like super dark but it's not good. It's not a good yeah. song. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. I think the big like deciding factor was like, I was like doing like hard drugs for a long time. And then I like got clean. And then I just was like, you know, I'm just going to like stop being a rapper and just like yeah. make like sing and shit and like just write whatever I want to write. Do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. And like, just not worry about anything other than like, you know, am I having fun? Like, and that's all that really matters at this point. 
And I think people resonate with that more when they see you having fun. When you get older, it's like, it's not about that shit anymore because you're, you're hitting the point where you're like, I need to get a real job, right? You know, I need to like, you know, make some plans for my life. So like, to, you know, I'm like becoming a teacher, like a substitute teacher right now. And I'm hey, like, congrats, man. Getting, awesome. Thanks, man. But like, you know, getting my cert and stuff. Yeah. Like, regardless of that, I can go on weekenders as a teacher, still yeah. take a Monday off to recover yeah. and get a substitute or like go tour in December. Or like I got three months off where I get paid anyway and like be able to go on tours and stuff. So it's not like I am worried about money or like being a like successful musician anymore. That's a good thing. You take the pressure off. Like I have a career path. Right. So I can just enjoy what I do. It's not all right. of a sudden like, you know, I'm not that like, 25 year old kid on a bunch of Xanax, like being like, we gotta make this work. Oh, this God. is my only option. <laughs> like, you know, just like, yeah. you know, that, you know, like ready to get like a fucking like face tat or something, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah, no, know. there's nothing wrong with having a normal job. Like, sometimes, like, I, like, having, like, I had a, a job last year, like, that was like really actually really cool for me. It kind of, I was a, a host at like a, a little uh, chicken. We made like Nashville style hot chicken sandwiches. Oh, sick. I love hot chicken. So dope. And like uh, super nice guys. Shout out Firebirds LA. They have a store opening. Super cool guys. And uh, yeah, we were we were in this little tent right across from uh, Cal State Northridge. A really nice college over here. And like, um, yeah, we I met so many cool kids like telling me like, hey, bro, like you look like you could play in a band. Like what kind of music do you listen to? And like they'd follow me on Instagram and they'd be like, oh, shit, like. You never know where things might lead you. Like, I don't want to work those jobs sometimes. You know, it's like no one wants to get a normal job because we want to make money off of our dream. But like, you never know where things might lead you. Yo, that made me think about this. You know, like the the most important factor as like a musician that's going to like continue your career and like continue your like growth and stuff is community. Like whatever it is. And it can't can't just be your friends and stuff. It's got to be like, knowing other people and like other people will just like if they like you they're gonna naturally become interested in what you absolutely do. like that's like a big thing like you know i've gone into like this hobby for the past like i guess like over a year now i've like become like a roller coaster enthusiast oh, i roll with yeah. like i like roll with other roller coaster junkies and stuff and we just ride mad roller coasters together and stuff. Oh, i used to like, be so into roller coaster like life kind of thing like i always yeah wanted to i'm go like to li- i've got like i'm like a club like card carrying member of like a roller coaster club like it's that is it's, hard the shit's deep <laughs> you gotta come here to six flags have you ever been oh i wanted to go to magic mountain i was gonna go um in spring but you know covid yeah like, magic mountain dude magic mountain is like fucking badass like only ride i won't do is is uh lex luther the drop of doom oh man that's not even supposed to be that oh, oh the drop tower yeah, yeah i got the drop tower i cannot do i can do superman i can do i can do all the extreme rides i'm cool with x2 whatever blah 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 like i love yeah. thrill but yeah. drop rides for some reason they've got my stomach sink into my ass and i'm yeah just they're like, scary like they're way scarier than roller coasters like i rode one with my uh fiance and my friend we went to this park called Knobles, and there's a certain kind of drop tower right that it's not like the other ones where it stops at the top it goes up and as soon as it touches the top, it just drops down and it oh, drops that's down fucked up, dude. <laughs> super intensely. Like it's it's not like it's like as soon as it touches, it's just like boom. And like it just like you you feel that drop. It's not like one of those ones where you stop cl- like a little like halfway through and you're like going down or whatever. It's like you stop close to the bottom, you're like feet shoot up. You're like, yo, that was kind of fucked up. 
Like, oh, dude, like we we used to have this like we used to have like a little festival. Um, it was like in a Catholic church like playground area, but they would do it like every oh shit, like I think like every June, like mid June, kids would be out. Like you know, like this is where you bring your girlfriend. I used to go in like high school a lot and like middle school, and like it was really fun. And like there's like adults bring their kids and shit, and it's really nice. But they had a drop ride that was like absolutely freaking massive and this is like the I, so untrustworthy like i would never trust this ride dude it's like so like poorly made looking like <laughs> Cause it, yeah because it's like set up by like carnies and shit and it's like, like oh, us man the ride operators do not give one single yeah. fuck bro like they just like they're just like get in the fucking ride kid like yeah i don't fuck with carnivals yeah like it's so unsafe that the protocols are like so low compared to like a six flags and stuff too. yeah and Six Flags is still like sketchy in very different ways. Like, absolutely. You haven't been. You probably haven't been to the other Six Flags like in the chain. Like, oh, hell but, no. You know, I think what's funny about just like that chain is like how they'll like they'll just take any money they can, so they'll like have a roller coaster and they'll just wrap like a Talkies logo. It's so funny. <laughs> like, like, like there's they've no immersion. There's like no yeah. immersion at park. They've rewrapped like the same. Like we used to have. It was like a. It was started out as Terminator Salvation. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. when the movie came out, and now it's like, and then, then it was called Apocalypse. Yeah, and then that's still Apocalypse. Fucking, is it still Apocalypse? Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, but they took out some of the props though, the cool props. Like they had yeah. like in the line, you would see like, like, uh, like fucking like burnt, burnt shit, and like all that kind of stuff. And X two, they stopped playing the music, which yeah. pissed me off. Yeah. When the rides first came out, they were dope. A lot of the effects, like, yeah, it's like it would start out, like, you know the X2 bankrupt the company that made it? <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought the other way around. That's so weird. No, like, because, like, they had all these problems with it. And, like, it's so funny because, like, you, you watch the documentary and the roller coaster designers, like, I just wanted to make, like, a, like a small ride and Six Flags. Magic Mountain's like, no! <laughs> like, we need the fucking craziest roller coaster ever. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking dude out. man fuck geo <laughs> yeah no okay that that and there's another uh coaster i really like well they just redid uh colossus colossus, like colossus. i haven't yeah. gone on that one yet it was actually d- designed by the same guy that made x2 like uh, okay yeah he's like got a whole like he's he works for this company called rocky mountain construction they'll just take like old wooden roller coasters that are too rough and just like throw steel track over it and make crazy <laughs> shit like that's so great yeah and like a lot of like they'll go upside down and stuff. And yeah, like, it's tight. I'm kind of upset that they kind of like fucked with Colossus almost in a way because it was like yeah, a historical landmark. Yeah, but like, is it good? It's supposed to be really good. I've heard. I've heard I haven't lo- watched. I heard it POVs. doesn't really duel though. Okay. Like, it's supposed to duel, but it doesn't really duel. Why am I thinking like I don't remember if I re- I went on my birthday on my 22nd birthday like, and it was raining kind of, but it was like really cold. Like so, so cold that like I wore like literally like shitty clothing, and it was so bad, and the lines were so fucked because it was uh it was still during their holiday season like oh, no, thing no, with the discounted park, shit. Yeah, yeah, holiday in the park, dude. Fuck, and it was all discounted. It was like fifty bucks off. Everybody was there. That'll, that'll fuck the experience. Yeah, I've seen like videos of how crowded it can get on like pass holder like bring a friend day. It's so bad, dude. It's like lines for like the worst rides will be like long as fuck, and you're like, oh, I was upset, bro. I I rode three rides and went home, and it their took like six re- hours. Their most recent ride is themed to West Coast Customs, which is hilarious. I saw that. What the hell? 
I would ride the shit out of that. <laughs> but what a weird IP to like pick up, like, just, like be like, you know, know, you know what the kids will like. <laughs> 2006, you know, famous, you know, pimp my ride West Coast Customs. Like, dude, West Coast Customs, would they have their shop um, not too far from where I live? And it's like <laughs> the most insane thing I've ever seen. Like, they, I think it just opened like probably about like five years ago. It's not, it's not very old, but they have like, this big like scrim in the back that you can take a picture of with like the West Coast Customs just like repeating all over it. Yeah, I'm like, trying to get I'm trying to get my Toyota Corolla LE pipped out dude, by West Coast. Uh, imagine that. You got to have like a really cheap Toyota and bring that shit in and like oh, yeah. just have them do it. So sick, so sick. We, I want spinners apart, like a month later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A lot of those cars weren't even working on. Pimp yeah, right? no, like, I, I followed that Reddit thread. I went deep in that one. <laughs> Are you a redditor? Um, I'm not like a deep redditor, but I do use it to find real information. Yeah, I, I love I love Reddit like casually. I don't like to get too into it because I think like some of it can kind of be a little like a little like nuts. People can oh, get it a can little get nuts. real toxic real quick. Like very like very. Reddit is crazy. Yeah, but like, it's like everybody. It's like uncensored, just all over the place. Yeah, and it's it's weird because like you think it would be a good place to like promote music and stuff, but it's not, it's not at all. Like, it's like, you got to have somebody else like post you. Like my friend's band like blew up on Reddit because someone like filmed them. Like huh, when they were right. like, when they were walking by, I heard them rehearsing in the basement and like, yo, what is this? And posted mm-hmm. on like the emo subreddit. And then it just like blew up and like, okay, that is actually a little hack that I, I was thinking about last night. Have someone else post your you gotta you can't have it like be your name you can't ever promote yourself or else you're just gonna get shat on on any site like like i rather would have i'd always rather have like someone like because then i don't know because people do that 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 thing where they'll copy like their friends if they see you listening to it they'll be like oh so i guess this is what i should be listening to now so but yeah if you tell people to listen to something most likely they will just never listen to it yeah like that's like usually not the strategy I try to use when I put out new music like like I'll use like the swipe up feature and I'll just be like I'll like ask them to like instead of just posting a screen with my like you know album artwork on it right I'll just be like hey you know it would really make my day if you like swiped up and listened to my song it really helps out the algorithm and helps more people discover me you know and like that'll get like nine swipe ups which is not a lot you know but it's like it's more than I would get if I just posted big letters new song out oh god like here's it playing loudly like you know (laughs) (laughs) you know just like you know i think uh someone was talking about on um a youtube video i was watching like stop posting the screen of like uh your your song in progress on the god no one wants to like stare at like your computer screen like yeah no one wants to see that. Find like more creative ways to you do. You see like FL Studio, like the cr- yeah. like plan, it's and terrible. you're just like, and it's like the really bad quality coming from the laptop speakers, and like just clipping the shit out of the audio, and you're like, how am I supposed to hear this? Please, it's so bad. What would you say like your uh, your processes though? Like when like let's say you have a song idea, like what what kind of thing do you do? Do you uh, do you like to it goes like basically like one of two ways it, it'll be like i have a very clear concept and idea down to like the title of the song but it's not written yet 
and I'll be like this kind of sound, you know, and I'll work with usually my main producer, Plead the Filth, like he's the one I did the song Olivia, where I, I literally like went up to him and was like, I would just play the song Gossip by Breathe Carolina. And I would just be like, Badass. Just steal this song. Let's just steal this <laughs> song. You know, like, and that's basically what we did. You know, he even does like the scream. It's like very first album, Breathe Carolina, like kind of song. Um, and then like, you know, I would, you know, be like, yo, can take from like the snakes on a plane song, but make it 303 in Kesha. And I'm going to wear lipstick and shit. That's you know, hard. you know, just like stuff like that. And then that's how like my followers are fake. And so are you came about. And it was like kind of a concept where, you know, I'm, I, I'm no stranger to like, just like the music experience of like seeing other artists and what they're doing and knowing what they're doing. You know, when people are like posting like, Oh, I've got a hundred thousand plays and I'm just like, yeah, but you don't have similar artists on Spotify. So all of that is playlisting and probably bots. Like, you know, or just like stuff like that where people like want to brag like, oh, I got 37 people listening right now. Like no one who's really got it going on is posting their numbers. Exactly. <laughs> like, you, know, you know, unless it's a fucking like gold plaque or a diamond plaque. Like none of that shit's real. It's smoke and mirrors, you know. Yeah, but but then, you know, you, meet you could people. have it next day. You don't. Right. I don't know. And you meet people in real life that have that like attitude. Right. And um, you, you're just like, you're not fucking better than me. <laughs> Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like, because like, it'll be stuff like, you know, I, I had, um, when I was like, still like, like partying and doing drugs and stuff, like before I got clean, it was like, I had set up a bot that would just like keep adding followers to my page so I could oh, hit, shit. so I could hit like 10,000 or whatever, but they're all like ghost followers or whatever. And then I couldn't figure, like I got, I got clean and then I couldn't figure out how to turn it off for like months. <laughs> Oh, so no. it was fucking up my reach and I was just like, oh my God. But now I've at least I've got like over 10K, you know, with the fake followers or whatever. So I could do the swipe up. But I'm just like, you know, I'll acknowledge that my followers, are, I'll make a song about the fact that my followers are fake, you know, and like acknowledge, you know, acknowledge the fact that like I fucked up and it's my mistake, but I can also see other people doing the same kind of shit. And They're all be, doing it, man. You know, They're all doing it. It's just like, I don't know. You know, we all make mistakes. It's cool to like be able to acknowledge it and stuff, but like just being able to see it and like having experienced it and just be like, I can see through it. Like you, you can't like trick me into thinking that you're not all just like boosting yourself up with absolutely. Like, and I kind of think that's what um what artists are getting out of their labels right now. Like you see, like a like a Billie Eilish, let's say, or an MGK. They kind of like these artists are big, right? But I think they kind of give it that polarizing image to make it seem like they're actually bigger than they are. You have to. Like, they're not actually as big as you think. Because my mom doesn't. My mom just found out about her. Like, the average person, maybe, like, who's not into culture or Twitter or anything, is probably not going to know a lot of these people. You know, like, like, think about someone like Sam Smith, right? You know, Right. That's more of a household name, I guess, in a way. Was. Was a household name. Yeah, well, not that <laughs> not interesting enough, you know, like, right, right, right. Because of this you, image, is just you boring. took a guy that wrote really good music and could sing like at a bar and stuff and right, blew right. him up through like EDM or whatever. And like that, that lasted, a, you know, a hot, like, you know, a couple months. And then like, it was just like, yeah, but this guy is not really interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, you could have an artist that's not the best singer and they're interesting. They, they'll, they'll. You know, that punk rock NBA video that just came out about Fred Durst, right? Jacksonville native yep. from yep. from my hometown. Like, yep. Yep. Fred Durst fucking kept himself relevant beyond the music. And that's like kind of yeah, what he you... He was a celebrity. Le legit. Yeah. 
celebrity. It's all about charisma. I've said this on my other podcasts. Like, and Finn was like a big reason why I, I always kind of thought this way. But the fact that he reinforced it even further, and I know a lot of kids are now kind of getting it now. Uh, it's never been about talent. I even posted like a little funny like uh, meme about like kids that go to music college and like uh, think that's going to make him Look a better musician. Nine. He's like he kind of is like the new Fred Durst, and like I don't, yeah. I, no one's ever really talked about that. But like when that song Gummo came out. It basically just sounds like Roland to me. Like it sounds yeah. like the same song to me. <laughs> like it's yeah. like the same tempo, same attitude. It's like basically Gummo is Roland by Limp. People are just as pissed about Six Nine as they were at Fred Durst in the new metal. Era. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and then Broken Side in like two thousand nine, and you know these guys are like they they go by the thing that's like the the most hated kind of thing where like there's two career paths. You can be like the wholesome boy band Disney image, and you know like be like well liked i guess or you can do the most hated thing like the jake pauls and they embraced the, it like they, yeah, they they knew that like you know being hated was gonna keep them around and it really did you know you know there was times where you'd see them like not doing so well when they had that like go fund me for that album that didn't really right, like right. pop off and stuff but then like something happened in like the past couple of years i'll get like see on tiktok people like doing tiktoks of like teach me how to scream and stuff and like yeah. yeah, that's like them living on in relevance, like beyond like yeah, what anyone probably would have expected of like. A I saw them at a ham show uh, and with Lil Aaron, like in like, I think that was like around 2017 or 18. And that was, yeah, man, like what the hell? They played on the floor of a little basement. And what's crazy about them is they're making like music like Suicide Boys now. Like, I know. Yeah, they should go back to the original stuff because I think that's what made them unique in a way. Yeah. I hope there's a crunk revival because there's this one artist. Kind of cool. There's this one artist called Duke Deuce from Memphis, which is actually where crunk started. Who does like kind of like crunk, like just like hyperactive like music that's just like super yeah. kind of like that'd be really cool party music. That'd be super sick. Right. We need like party rap again, kind of like in a way. Like we want. Yeah, we need we need snap. We need and... party like rock star. You know, shop boys. Yeah, we need we need shop dude. boys reunion. Twenty twenty one. Absolutely. Man, like, imagine like those songs E4L. are still being played. Like, yeah. Those songs are still being played in clubs all around the world, and we w- have not had bangers like that in a long time. Yeah. Good booty shaking music, man. Like, if you're going to like turn fun. up in the club, there's just something you're not about put Drake. that, like, <laughs> that si- like that church organ synth kind of thing that's like that. You could just like see spinning rims when you hear it and like baggy fucking West Coast shirts. Customs. <laughs> so good. <laughs> You can't you can't be riding around in the West Coast Customs Honda Civic without that playing. Yeah. And it's crazy. Gas sub in the back. Because I was talking to you about like, you know, how you know kids would be into rap would be like wearing like fucking like Miss May Eye shirts from Hot Topic and stuff. Like, you know, when I was like a senior in high school and I would just be looking around like, yo, this kid doesn't even listen to this band, but they're like, this is a cool shirt. And that's like pretty much what you're about. It's just like the aesthetic, you know, like obviously you come from it, but you're like also about the idea that like people can enjoy it just as what it is. I don't give like a single With nothing beyond shit. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give a single shit if you know all the the lore of something that like, dude, like I'm a nerd and I like that kind of stuff, but I'm not going to expect. But no one needs to, to know that to enjoy no, it. Oh, dude. You know? Dude, 
casual that my dad liked a lot of the sh- he took me to a lot of the shows like that when i yeah. was a kid and like i was like 13 14 he'd take me to warp tour and stuff and he didn't know like what the singer's name was or uh, who he was fucking at the time like it didn't matter to him like, yeah but he liked the music he was like hey these kids are dope and like and then he would go and buy a shirt and he would wear it are you gonna call my dad a poser <laughs> yeah i remember yeah uh yeah this is weird i forgot this happened right uh, my mom took me to Warped Tour when I was in middle school. And um, she only took me for a couple hours. But I remember her, like, I went to go see, like, Motion City soundtrack. And she just, like, chilled with from first to last. Like, fuck. So what was that, like, 2006, 7? I think it was 7. Nice. It was, like, 6 or 7. And, like, it was just so funny because, like, she just like, yo, where did you get that, like, Diet Coke? Like, you know, because she's a mom and shit, like. She's right. just trying to find that Diet Coke, you know, and like, <laughs> and like, if you look at my mom, she's not really somebody who's like into music like that, or like, you know, she's just like, you know, a simple Catholic woman from New Jersey, like, you know, she, yeah, she doesn't have like, yeah, a lot of like interest in like culture and stuff, but like, right, right, <laughs> it, it was just like funny to like, like now to like think back on it that she was just kind of like kicking it with like Sonny Moore and like Travis, like. Yeah, because to her, like, those are just normal people. Those are just kids. Those are just someone's kids, you know? (laughs) Yeah, really. Like, oh, so who's your mother? (laughs) Right. Is your mother here? How's it going? You're staying cool in the seat, you know? That's so sick. Yeah, man. I mean, that's how I I saw things from my dad's perspective when I was a kid, because I would see how he would look at the band members and how I looked at them. And like, and he was just like, hey, these are a bunch of cool kids, you know? And I'm just like, dad, they're not kids their bands and i'm just like but now i'm like now i see it i i see that like that polarizing image is it's kind of unhealthy for kids to like worship people like that in a way i think we didn't know any better no we didn't and and yeah you know I mean, kids I was are doing never... that now for like 100 gex and blade you know well that's what i'm saying oh god <laughs> i loved blade I, I i said that in my i think with the in the, the Corey, Corey podcast. i'm we, trying to yeah. like give it a try i'm trying to like you know, I don't want to be the old guy like screaming at the cloud, but I just never really gave it a like full listen. But I'm trying to listen to like his two more recent projects. And like I was I don't listening- like his new stuff as much. Okay. I miss his uh, old stuff. His- like I liked Young Lean a lot. Yeah, it was good for the time. And now I just I don't listen to it as much, but it was great at the time. It actually I feel like it like changed the my view of music because he okay. was just a guy like singing badly with auto-tune and yeah i think that was epic that's what that's what's hard for me to swallow right now <laughs> that was that was so epic in a way for for just me at the time but like i was a kid and kids kids process things differently than an adult like they tend to like shitty music more than an adult will totally. it's it's very interesting because 100 gex does not appeal to with to like people in like their late 30s no and like never will even if they were into like stuff as crazy as that in their heyday, but maybe like, if they're into like hard style or like you know just like really yeah, intense. they may like it. They might if they're they into might. like intense like European techno. Like, <laughs> like I think they'd be into it. It's, it's yeah, going and like crazy in the Euro club. <laughs> like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine the type of kids that are listening to Hundred Gex. Like I see them. I, like on TikTok, I, like I'm not one of those people. I don't know what does the demographic look like because I've never seen it. Is it like e boy yeah, kind of stuff? Totally, or? it's okay. like e boys and e girls, you know. And they're like, they're really into that modern shit. day scene. And there's, kid kind and of there's thing. real scene kids too. It's weird. Yeah, like it's cool to see like there's like the e boys and the e girls, and then there's like straight up like scene kids. 
that are just like yeah. teenagers and stuff like yeah i have some kids that follow my brand that uh uh yeah they're like fully seened out and i think that's really great that's really great like hey man like it blows my mind like you know just being like we need that yeah like, yeah it's great yeah i'm all down for it like it helped us when we were kids like being a part of a seed maybe like helped you like i don't know sometimes for me it helped me stay out of trouble i guess like it was good for me you know what's like interesting about like a lot of that is like you know so this new person i'm working with dream rats like you know i'm still working with the other person plead the filth but you know just trying to work with new people and like expand out and like they're like you know like 19 maybe 20 they're like young as fuck and we'll just like sit and talk about like music and like i i'd like commission this like guitar track right i'd like so like the story is like i reached out to like the lead singer of like less than jake and i was like yo will you like sing on my song and he's just like no i don't know you <laughs> like you know oh my like, god that's basically so he's like no i don't know you uh i don't want to like ever like hurt a fan's feelings or whatever you know so i just like don't do stuff for people i don't know and stuff so i respect that but he was just like also like but i do offer other services you know and he basically you know i, I basically just like said like write me like a two-minute song on an acoustic guitar just the guitar you don't need to sing you don't need to like write anything for me just like the guitar so i took that right and then I gave it to this weird hyper pop producer, you know? Like, oh my God. Imagine if he saw what happened to it. Oh, uh, I'm going to send it to him because he, he said he better be cool to hear it. But like, I'm like afraid. <laughs> like, He's going to shit himself. He's going to be like, what the like, fuck? You, you ruined you ruin my efforts. Like, you know, like, <laughs> but was what was okay. So like to bring it full circle, that kid loves less than Jake. And that was like, so like, you know, weird to me, you know, like this kid who listens to all this hyper pop, like loves David Shoddy and like, you know, Praxum or whatever and like all this like, you know, stuff. Also like listens to like the Dead Milkman and like Andrew Jackson or AJJ and like, you know, also like Thursday and like all these, you know, emo bands. And it's so just cool, like yeah. it's cool to fucking see that, right? Like that like, you know, that stuff lives on because like I was that kid that was like fucking gaga over like Less Than Jake because they were from like an hour away where I grew up and saw them play at a record store and was like, sign my CD. And just like super blown away and to like be like 28 now and just be able to like casually like email and confuse the lead singer of this band because, you know, <laughs> you know, they're I doing commissions. Less than Jake. Yeah. Absolutely, and it was just yeah. so funny to like, yeah. you know, be like playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, oh, like yeah. playing a, like a mod of it on my computer or whatever. Like a, a, were you like a, a big like punk kid kind of thing? Like were you, I was super, I was super like, I was listening to like, I don't know if you know, like Screeching Weasel. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. No, I was like, just like all those things at the same time. Like, I was definitely a punk kid, like, went to see like, you know, like Street Dogs and like Whole Wheat Bread. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very hard. Wow. Less That's than Jake, cool. Catch 22, Streetlight Manifesto. Wow. Aquabats. I was totally like a 924 Gilman Street kind of guy. Oh, like, shit. I loved, yeah, yeah. I, I loved about. that scene, but I was super young. I was like 11 or 12 when I That's was That's like, when I was really, like I was, going to those shows, though. I would like, I just went to like any show that came to town, really. The weirdest show was actually a show with Less than Jake, where it was less than, it was at a university in Jacksonville, and it was Less than Jake and Common. Like, <laughs> what? Right? That's only beautiful. Two, only two acts, you know? <laughs> that is beautiful. I love mixed bill. Yeah. But that is a weird very one. Very ahead of the like one. the the curve on it. Like I think I like got confirmed into the Catholic Church and then went to that show or something for like context. Okay, now that is a story. Right? 
And like I saw um Soldier Boy and oh, who was the other band? There was like this uh it was a popular hardcore. I think it was Turnstile. I don't that's know. Fire. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. Beautiful image. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> It would be fire yeah, if he came out and did Crank That with Turnstile playing. Like that would be Tyler the Creator came out for Crank That, which was weird. He was not even playing, but he just came out on stage and was like, "What am I watching? This is crazy." Didn't Ham like do this thing where they would just play break stuff all the time at their shows and stuff? Yeah, and they, have, they, like, they played a couple. they played out. a Norma Jean thing. They played Memphis will be laid to waste <laughs> a lot. It was the only one pitting. Yo, they they invented like a whole genre of music with that guitar tone. Like like on just the intro alone that like created like scrams. Like scrams. Yeah, like, that, that literal like that was just born. Like, like, like the whole yeah. genre of music was born from a Christian metalcore band. <laughs> like the pan the panic chord, the Christian sound. Panic right chord, yes. Yeah. Spaz core. Mm-hmm. Just rocking the Freak out, the freak out. She was it. so good. Absolutely, but yeah, no, that's that's cool. Like that, you're you're seeing kids slowly start to kind of meld all their influences together to make these crazy concoctions. Because I think it's like the Spotify generation, because you're able to access music so quickly, you don't have to go and buy. Yeah, CDs you don't have to like. You, to. you don't have to buy something on iTunes, like. No, dude, you can be broke and still consume thousands of songs a day. Like I'm sitting here like thinking like, gosh, what was, like, where was this when I was a kid? Like I hated iTunes when I was a kid. It was so annoying. I have a question for you. Yeah. How do you discover new music right now? Um, okay. It's like a mix, but like Same. I don't get friend recommendations because my friends usually, I'm usually the finder. First, but my friend Julian, who's the cozy representative, has actually put me onto a lot of cool people that like I've passed over, uh, but, like kind of, but I never gave a chance to. But I knew who they were. Like, but now I'm giving you a chance to the hire. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, god, that's such a good band. Yeah, they're back. That's one of my yeah. That's one of my favorite bands. Shout out the hire, and they're back. What? They're back. <gasps> they are back. Yep, I just bought a shirt from their merch store, and I talked to the singer over email. He's super sick. I'm trying to get that feature. <laughs> <laughs> the higher feature. Fucking dude, we need to bring back R and B like funk pop punk, like the Cab or like the Higher. That's some. Yeah, that was that, a weird. That, kind of the God. Cab cover of Disturbia is so good. <laughs> like, so so cool, right? But yeah, I I use Apple. I use Apple Music. I'm not a Spotify guy. Okay, I mean it's the same kind of beast all the same shit yeah. yeah i mean i i don't i had spotify when i was a kid i think like when i was in high school and i was 15 and i found a lot of like bands through there and yeah. i just i go to the recommended like you know the little like totally the related artists and it's kind of like the, the pure volume or last fm days where it's just like you get the related artists yeah great great <laughs> stuff <laughs> I, i've never used Bandcamp though that's what i want to maybe start using because i feel like there's a lot i mean that's of cool how i found julian was Bandcamp. Not yeah. through like Shout YouTube out his project. Like, yeah, just found Drama Club Romance. Some like I used to do theater, so that like name, like kind of like pulled me to it, like towards it. And I was like, oh damn, there's this kid in Massachusetts makes like neon like pop punk and stuff. And then like, that's crazy. I'm actually best friends with like uh, my best friend. Of, like uh, she's a she's a a stage manager. Oh really? Like she's yeah she's going to school for it. Oh, yeah, I went to school she's... for like directing, playwriting, and stage managing. That's beautiful. That's awesome. But yeah, then she I was, was like, going to Cal, Cal Arts for a while. Oh, Cal Arts. Yeah, one of my 
very good friends went there a long time ago. But it's a really nice college. It's it's like really old. They've got like that inside. crazy like mod stage where like yeah yeah that shit's that shit. She, cool. she took me on a tour. It was really uh, it was really fun, and I had no idea it was built by Disney. Yeah, something like that. Disney's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool little fact. Now I would go there. A lot every of the Imagineers go to college. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's super cool. Yeah, the people are nice there. It's really, really expensive. It is like eighty grand a year. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> Fucking, like everybody there is just like there. so depressed. <laughs> They're just like, I don't want to pay this much money. Yeah, I went. I went to U Arts, which is like the shitty Cal Arts. <laughs> like basically, it's like you're probably better off. It's like Cal Arts like, without all the, the cool shit. <laughs> like basically, they're in like a funk right now because like they they pissed off some people. They were being racist and shit so you know, every college pisses off people and does something terrible that's they're always some because they're ran by fucking old decrepit fucking idiots who have no clue how to be normal humans yeah like what do you expect like some professor from my school was like under fire for like constantly like misgendering kids and stuff so there's just like you know there's just always gonna be like, like on purpose yeah, kind of yeah, thing yeah, like yeah, he's just yeah, purposely just, like, doing not acknowledging their pronouns and stuff and like that's, that's just, up, you know that's just always gonna be like when you give people tenure and stuff, it's like just so much harder to get rid of people. Yeah, bro. Like, believe whatever you want, but don't like piss people off, bro. Like, fuck. Yeah, people need to like mind their mind their shit, especially in a professional environment, man. That's a professional environment. You got to be professional. So I'm glad I did grad school online. Like, it's just so much better. Like, yeah, man. Like, I thought I would hate doing school online, but I love it. You don't have to show up anywhere on time. You just like roll yeah. out of bed, do your kids thing. are lucky with the Zoom thing right now, huh? Like I don't I even have that's to do that. A cool thing. Yeah. I don't have to deal with Zoom. I mean, I do Zoom for like like twelve step shit, like like recovery okay. shit. But that's about it. Like so I'm well acquainted with like the platform and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because you're the only one like because we, we I record on Zoom for these podcasts okay. and like you're the only one you're the only one who like knew exactly like how to use it i'm like sitting there like an old dad every Dude, time zoom game like no like, offense I mean, to my other guests i don't know you I guys gotta get your zoom game up anytime soon. he's on <laughs> like, a zoom game guys i would get used to this shit yeah i yeah, might be like substitute like, yeah. teaching class yeah and we might it's, we're probably gonna be here for another maybe internet, like five six months which is know? so tight <laughs> like because like then like you don't have to deal with the same kind of like crazy classroom oh, management wow. you know what i mean you can just like mute all That's the children's cool. microphones. You know what I mean? It's like a different level of yeah, just like, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to call on this kid and they can answer the question. That's and so that's funny. That's just what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, like, That's so, oh my God. Imagine being like one of those like moderators from like, like in these Zoom calls, like a teacher, like you're just like kids are fucking playing porn and shit like the entire Well, time. I've already seen like Zoom bombers and shit. And I already know how to like oh, deal with yeah. that kind of shit. So it's good. Just, like it's so easy. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to turn your camera off. <laughs> like you're not going to get upset about it like some teacher. No, you're just going to nah, just get out of here. It's fine. I never understood like the teacher that would like dwell on it for like 25 minutes. I don't have time for that. It's shit, like, dude. <laughs> I, I had a teacher. He was just like he never got mad. He was he just literally like was like leave it's like you, know, like, you didn't want to cool. like I just, you like, didn't want to me- mess with him like you were just like you got up and left like he was so fun and i think like when he got mad you were just like okay i know i fucked yeah. up it's not like that in philly you gotta like <laughs> you gotta be able to like control the situation you gotta yeah, embrace yeah. the fact that you don't have control and then like be like i'm gonna try to do it anyway 
but I'm not going to lose my cool and it's just going to be fine. Like, yeah, kids try to get under your skin, man. That's what, yeah, kids are, like when I saw this one at. high school, I would just like kick it with the kids and just like talk about sneakers and stuff. Hard. Are you a sneaker head? <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your favorite pair? Um, so I got this, um, my grail of a pair of sneakers that I have is like these ice cream like board flip twos that i found dude i've always wanted yeah i always wanted one for a long fucking time and then i like surf ebay every couple months for like a year and then they finally like a pair in my size and like decent quality showed up and like i just bought it immediately and like that's my favorite pair of shoes my homie yayo has like a bunch of like the yeah the reebok i've got one pair of the reebok ones yeah, he had a I think like I think one or two pairs and like he was getting them for like hella cheap in 2014 because it wasn't like in trend on that at that time and like that was the time to be buying those because they're like ridiculously priced. Also, Dunks, I predicted that rise. I was telling people in 2016, I was like, get on the Dunk game. Yo, Dunks gave me like, a fucking like come up on the sneakers app. I like I don't know if God just like blew me a kiss or something, but like I, I like you know. <laughs> But like it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it's what it feels like because you just enter the raffle and you're like, I'm not gonna win, whatever. And then like my phone's yeah. just like, your entry was selected, and like I got the Grateful Dead. Wow. And like, no way. I'm just sitting on them right now, waiting for the price to go back up. Yeah, I, dude, I, I wish I could get in the sneaker game, but everything is so expensive because like Travis Scott, like rappers are just really sneaker heads right now. It's just like so hard to get into. Allegedly, he just made a deal at McDonald's. <laughs> Like, I don't know what that what the means. Fuck is this guy, bro? He's like on another level of flex sometimes. Like, he's just like making money, like making money, money, money. He's dating a Kardashian, going fucking. Kind of, I guess. Crazy. I don't know if like they're like together. If they're like just. Are they not? I don't I know. literally I can't do not pay attention. I, I don't, don't pay attention enough. to any of them. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a pair of like these. Uh, I went to Ross one time and there was like these. Uh, I like like kind of like I don't care about hype on sneakers, but I care more about like rarity totally like it's like cool totally it's cool. like i don't need like the ben and jerry's dunk collab because everybody wears it if i thought it was cool then i'd buy it there's one dunk i want that like is yeah like, i want the fucking the tiffany's those like oh dude i remember seeing those like when they came out i love those they all just look so shitty now because all the old dunks are just such yeah. bad quality and i'm just people skated them or did some shit to them yeah but uh no like uh yeah, there was this like pair of Converse Cons or like these like limited release like they were like based off their this 80s silhouette and uh, they're like they have like zebra and like shit on them. I have them in a picture on my Instagram and like I saw them at Ross and they weren't my size. They were half size too small because I have a big ass foot. I'm like 11 and a half, 12. Oh, fuck. So I'm like, yeah, so it's like really hard to find my shit. But also sometimes it's not because they're always on sale because no one buys 12s. So like I found a size and I just went straight to grilled. I paid way too much for these, but I think that's like my favorite shoe ever. Like I love like eighties, like the the Reebok pumps. Oh hell yeah, like and that. Pump Furies and stuff. Fuck man, I watched a I wish an interview with the guy who designed those on this is a sneakerhead show called Full Size Run that's got like Trinidad okay. James on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> you used to check it out like, if okay, you're wondering what okay. Trinidad James is doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like okay. him and like two white guys that just like interview these like sneaker celebrities you know just like people that yeah. make sneaker shit happen it's it's a funny show it's edited like very eric andre-esque okay. okay like eric andre core you know 
but with that's like, hard <laughs> fuck you know I, oh my god i've always wanted like speaking of eric andre i've always wanted like a reality show like i know i'm not famous but it'd be so much fun like i've always wanted to do like a mtv like uh, like viva la bam like or something hit- Oh, dude, I love that shit. Or even like a mockumentary kind of thing, like The Office, where it's like kind of like that dry humor where it looks like a cameraman's just following you around for a day. I thought that's just so funny. Like, I would love to do something like that. It's always been in the back of my mind, but it's, I feel like you need like that big camera crew to make it that MTV style. Yeah, I feel production. like just like any of those, like, like if you want to go like, like high quality film content, you have to like go all the way in, like. If you're going to do a reality show, you got to be fucking like I you got to go all the way. Like, don't do the iPhone camera. You know, it's like I'm, not as good, but like somewhat reminds me of like that like era is like those Mr. Beast videos and stuff. Yep. Yep. There's I was going to say there's some YouTube channels like the comedy skit ones. There's like they um, do that kind of thing. There's this one channel that I watch um, that's like a a channel. um like about these people that go to parks and ride roller coasters and stuff. And it's like very like reminiscent of like jackass or, or like people yeah. of bam, but with like people it's more like set up with like a TV show. Yeah. But with like nerds riding roller coasters and it's just like spliced with like memes, but it also will like be spliced with like MXPX songs and like, you know, just like different, like, you know, emo shit. And you can tell that like the guy who like makes the videos and edits them, like, is super into punk like the end song will always be like this blink 182 like riff and stuff and you're just like yes <laughs> like, like bring that shit back you know that's so great yeah i, I love like when people take time on editing and stuff yeah. like I, I mean i love like shitty i, w- I wish i YouTube was videos <laughs> i just like oh, never God. feel like doing it dude i don't think i could sit and edit a video like i'll sit on photoshop but I can't sit on, I don't know, I have no interest in editing. I don't even like editing pictures. Like, I'll be completely yeah. honest. Like, I'm not a photo editor. Like, I'll just hit some of the presets totally. and mess with the faders until it looks right. good. Like, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not going to go like, okay, I got to blur this here and then put this here and fix this here. I'm just like, I'm not that meticulous. And also, I don't really give that much of a shit. I feel like it kind of takes away the authenticity when you start. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're probably like that too. Like, do you send your stuff off to like get mixed professionally or do you do it yourself or what do you do? Usually whoever's producing it is mixing it. Nice. Whether it's Please the Filth or this other person, um, Dream Rats, you know, I I try to just stick with whoever is producing it because they know that sonically what they were already doing, you know, and it's, it's, that's a good way to go. You know, yeah, that's an excellent way. You know, that's the old school way. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't really record at studios like that, you know. You do home recording kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, now actually at my home, I would go to like other people's houses and stuff. And like I, I went to a studio, like I did one project. that's like a project where I just do hooks and then there's like rappers and R&B singers and stuff. That's just kind of like, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm having it get mixed, but I'm just kind of like sitting on it because I'm just like, I don't know how or what I'm going to put this out. But like, you know, it's just there. Um, but other than that, I don't really go to like studios and stuff. It's just like, super overrated like i don't know you can like definitely get some like high quality stuff that's like very listenable you know without having to like we were talking about earlier like to be honest like it's you don't yeah you don't need 
Yeah, your phone is powerful. A lot of the, honestly, a lot of the cheaper mics now that are coming out that are like in the $200 range are better than the mics that were used like maybe 10, 20 years ago. Like the, the, the diaphragm in them are, is, they're able to pick up beautiful high frequencies. I mean, yeah, some of them are like cheap Chinese made kind of like ones yeah. that are not that great. But dude, like you don't need the $3,000 Neumann U87 that has classic analog warmth. Right. And it's going to make it's like, dude, like, I've never turned off a song because it didn't have this gear. Like I don't see the gear when it's recorded. I only have like one pet peeve about like recording and that's like my breaths. Like, cause, cause I can hear it, you know, right. And you can hear yourself breathing on a track. There is a plugin that deep breaths totally. from waves, I but think. it's just like, yeah. I'll just be like, we got to yeah. go in and just take all the breaths really out. Really annoying though. Yeah. I don't always do that, but yeah, it's just part of it. I don't yeah. always do that. But like when it's like so obvious, I'm just like, we got to, we got to get all these out of here. Yeah. That's one of those things about engineering that I found like when I was kind of learning Genius. how to like do stuff like that. Yeah, man. Like, especially when you're doing band recordings, like I've been doing like recently, like, like having to like. Because I want to probably do live drums on the on this next thing. I'm using samples right now for demos mm. and stuff. Because that's, I mean, it's easier because I don't have a drum room. But like, yeah, imagine like you can only get so close to the metronome before you're yeah, in. Drums human. is like, hard because like, yeah, I've never used live drums on a track before, and like, I feel like drums always take the longest track. Absolutely, and like, you could do yeah. you know sample drums and it'll sound good. But yeah. that difference of like, you can hear the difference of when someone's like hitting different spots, you know. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And those sounds just like create life that's just not going to be there through samples if you're, if you're using a real drum kit. Shout out, uh, get good drums, really great plugin. Like it's really sick. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's a hundred bucks and it sounds great. It's absolutely like they sampled in an amazing studio. It has all the velocities and everything and all that. But like, yeah, that little level of, of, I don't know the, the feel and the things you can do with your limbs is just far beyond something that you can properly program. There's like certain levels of authenticity that just like, absolutely, you know, yeah, but we do what we can, you know what I mean? But also like, you can take you those drum tracks that you play and just be like, Oh, that was a little off. <laughs> Just move. Yeah. I'll move this part over here. Whatever. Yeah. No one's gonna know that I was a little off. <laughs> yeah. No. That's the beautiful thing. Is that, yeah. No. I know. Like, there's in most studios, like when bands like will record, they'll quantize everything. Or FL or whatever, yeah. and just done. Yeah. That's what they're doing, and they're doing that for hours. Like they're sitting there moving each snare hit and every kick on the beat, and there's like, you crazy. know what's crazy? Um, Jay Dilla didn't do yeah. that at all. Yeah, he was against. He's like, I'm not going to quantize anything. <laughs> yeah, that's good for that style of. Like, yeah, you know, it's like naturalistic stuff. sounding, like lo fi, right, like right, hip hop. Right. You know, it's supposed to, you know, yeah. feel a little jammy, you know. In some cases, I kind of like like that in like the old deathcore stuff. Like, uh, I would listen to like old, like, uh, Carnifex. Oh or my something, God, and, like, Carnifex. Hear, like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and you'd hear how, like, off time some of the guitars would be like it wouldn't ma- line up with the kick and you just be like well actually this makes it sound more brutal <laughs> i don't know what to say like it adds feel i guess it's kind of cool you remember fucking catalepsy no i never heard of that i mean there were like some fucking like like 
you know, the one thing I do like about the, that era was all the, the chants before the breakdowns, you know. Love it. The gang vocals. Gang vocal chant before the breakdown. They were, like, definitely all, like, sketchy pedophiles. Like, but, like, yeah, of course. one of their, like, things would be, like, if he died for your sins, where the fuck is he now? <laughs> like, just, like, oh, no. the funniest, like, no. cringy, like, you know how, like, you know, because there were so many Christian bands, there had to be bands out there that just had to make anti-christian edgelord anti-christian music that reminds me of that band i declare war i think they were like super against it impact font anger yeah chug whiskey fuck pussy or something i don't know something like that like on the back of their shirt i'm like how do people wear this i love impact font but like come on like it's so cringe but yeah dude like uh so like it's not the font you have how a, you use it. <laughs> if that's not if that's not fucking true, if that's not fucking true. Yeah, no, I mean so like you you release you were telling me you release stuff pretty often. So you do kind of like the I'm trying to do like a every month thing right now. Just one just one okay. song a month. Just a month a month? Okay. Like one song a month, but I'll release a lyric video. Then the next week I'll put out the music video and then the week after I'll put out like a um like an explanation video. Nice. Are you working on something right now? Is there anything like maybe like, I just a, did like that. a project coming out? Oh, uh, no project. No interest in a project. <laughs> you know, just doing singles. Um yeah, I just You think did, that's the way to go? Yeah, I just did that. Yeah, totally. Cuz I'm putting out more content and every time, Absolutely. you know, I put out a song, that song has a chance to reach more people than an album ever would cuz you know, the, when you put out an album the song that's listened to the most is always the first song. Absolutely. Like, or like the last song, yeah. the first and the last. Yeah. That's all people have the attention span for. So if you're like in a digestible way, giving people content once a month, you know, the one thing I notice is like when I put out content around the song, besides the music video or whatever, those music video views go up Yep, because of all the other yep. content, because I'm not just letting it die after I'm not letting it die after just like putting it out, right? Like this next month, I'm going to put out, you know, th- that song um, called like, I-, I really miss when emo songs had really long titles. Like that's the name of the song, I guess. Yeah, you guys got to get ready for that. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I'll do the lyric video next week and I'll, then I'll do the music video and then the explanation video. And then actually I'm going to put out a different remix every day of the week after. So that's like a month of letting that song live and then moving on to the next song. I like that. I like that kind of that way of thinking because we've we've kind of all been like it's 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 weird because music and clothing are kind of in the similar way like we have to consistently release content. Totally. It's kind of harder, I think. It's scary. Sometimes. In my case like I actually have to put like I actually put in like 3 400 dollars every time like I got to do something so like it's a little bit harder invest. than music in a way. Like, I mean, yeah. it's it's the same thing cuz like you know, if I want to use... But like, I'm kind of doing, like... Go ahead. If I want to use, like, an authentic playlisting service, right? Like, I've done, like... Right, right. Enough playlisting to know what's not bots. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I did playlisting through this one thing that put me on, like, a Five Night at Freddy's playlist and, like, a um like a, the Midnight Hour or whatever that Netflix show was playlist, right? And from that playlist... You know, my, my plays, like, still, like, go on that song after getting off of those playlists. So I know that people are still listening to that song and they probably saved enough it. people yeah. from both of those playlists have gone to my um, 
to my fucking um, YouTube and commented on the music video. Nice. It'd be like Spotify showed me this. I found this through Spotify. This is so I'm awesome. Sure you probably love that. I, I love when people find me from. It's like, dope like because that. you know that people took the time. They love the song that much that they wanted to see if there was a video. Exactly. That's like real. That's the thousand true fans. That's better than like any shit, you know? Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. And I'll reply yeah. to the comment and be like, yo, where are you from? You know, just like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, you know, I don't want to yeah. be that touching person. Touching back on the, you know, I don't want to be that yeah. person that like doesn't give a shit, you know? No, absolutely, dude. Yeah, no, touching back on like the the whole single thing too, like I kind of think that applies to like what I'm doing too. Like instead of doing major large collections with like 10 shirts and like I think like you see a lot of brands doing that right now. I'm doing like kind of like one thing at a time, two things at a time. And that's just like out of choice because I feel like everything should get that attention. Like things stop getting the attention when you oversaturate it with 700 items. You know, I'm sure you've experienced this. Um, when you make a shirt, right? You know, you've seen when a shirt does really well, but you've also seen when a shirt doesn't move. And that feeling of just like, oh man, I fucked up. You know, like I've got these two shirts from Corey, right? Right. One of them has sold out like twice now. Like, you know, wow. I've like moved it nice. like, hard, right? Like practically sold out, you know. Maybe there's like a small or something, you know, somewhere or something. It's always the random small. And then there's like another one that hasn't sold out, but it sold pretty good. And then there's one shirt where it's just like that shirt did not fucking move. I just like gave it to people, you know, because and that was the one with where you know you know the difference, right? Was that was the one where I just like stole something and put my Mm. name on, you know, took a roller coaster logo and just put. And just put my name on it, you know the cease and desist shirt, you know, <laughs> like yeah, 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 and limited to fifty, only up for one hour, yeah, and <laughs> it, it didn't work, you know, it just it didn't work, you know, and I, I can accept that, right? It didn't do like do good, but like yeah. all this other merch like moved really well, and like being a fucking solo artist, like flipping like a lot of merch, you know, that allows you to go take that money and like reinvest that in the next flip, right? And that's tight. Oh man, I'm going to tell you something that you're going to hate, right? Because I've listened to this podcast, right? So I'm doing like this collab with this brand, right? Okay. And, you know, it's kind of like driven more by the collaborator, right? But my name is on it, you know? And um, it's, you know, the, the shirt is like, you know, their name, like Misery with like two S's or whatever. And then it's like a skeleton bride with like a skeleton, like gro- groom in a coffin or whatever. And then it's like my name in like the misfits font. <laughs> like, you know, like, did you come up with the idea? Or did no, they... I just said, put my name in the misfits. Font. <laughs> like, like that, that was like, you know, so it's like a collab. So, you know, it's not like completely my aesthetic, but like I already, you know, it's one of those situations where it's like, I already invested time in this and I'm just like, I guess we're doing this, whatever, you know, so at least I'm not like, like, you don't know whether to like tell them it's trash or like, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. I don't know if it like matches yeah. my like, aesthetic or brand but like i'm sure i can move right because i see you as like way more like outlandish yeah i'm like colorful and like all over the place and the next shirt after that will be more that but you know i'm just like following through with this dude because like i don't want to be that asshole that like we threw down this logo together and then like you know you know you gotta like be a stand-up guy in those collaborations and like i'm it's only 25 shirts 
I'm splitting it with this person. Yeah. It's not like I'm throwing a bunch of money into it. And we can make some money. I'm really careful with like collabs and stuff because I am know. after this. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Yeah. You learn you live and learn. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be like an asshole and be like, yo, this is not something I want to do anymore. You know, this guy like yeah. put his time into it too and like was really serious about it. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I'll do the shirts. You know, it's like it's not like I'm the only one promoting it. He's got a brand too. He can set up the web store. I can mail him yeah. out. I'm not like a fan of collabs in my like in my experience. Like I'm not doing like I did one <laughs> like as far as that. Yeah, I've done one before and um, it was just it was hard. Like, to be honest, like like it, it's it's hard to move that product and then like make sure the other person's getting paid and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like all that kind of stuff. It's, but, you know, you know, I'm, make sure you're on the same I'm page. Make it happen. <laughs> you know, hopefully he's not. Listening yeah. And one person always ends up doing all the work. And sometimes like the other person just doesn't like really know what to do because they don't they don't they feel like they're being annoying yeah i'm gonna say at least it feels like somewhat connected to my life because i'm getting like married next month i'm gonna have like a tiny like i'm gonna have like a tiny wedding you know in like her parents backyard with just family or whatever you know safe social distance wedding and like absolutely um you know so like the skeleton bride and stuff at least it like gonna come out in october that's actually kind of cool you know, yeah. it, it's not like it doesn't connect to anything it's like i can have like a selling point that makes sense even though that was completely unintentional but you know like it's just like it works you know i can make that work um it would be interesting to see if it just completely like sells out because like i know that's like hot right now the whole skeleton right. thing so well like, he's friends know. with johnny too like okay he okay. knows johnny i don't think i've heard of this brand what'd you say their name misery was? i don't they're not like super popping or anything okay but like okay yeah i'll check them out like he knows oh. Johnny. Um, okay, cool. I don't, I don't know if they're like friends, but he knows them because they're from Maryland, I guess. Like, okay. Got- yeah, there's a couple Maryland brands. I think from I think that happened because of Johnny and Ransom. Probably. Yeah, because he started like whatever scene was there. He probably started. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Like, because there's a lot more kids like screen printing in Waldorf, Maryland, for some reason. <laughs> like, oh my god! Right, just like that influx, just randomly. Yo, Johnny made it. <laughs> like, we, we, oh, he really did, man. Like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, he absolutely did. It's weird because like I didn't put the connection together until I saw my friend like wearing a ransom hoodie, and then like jo- Johnny followed me, and then I saw like the picture of like Juice World, and I was like what like you know like like in the ransom hoodie or whatever yeah 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 i don't know that that was interesting but my next shirt which um i think i'm gonna do with Corey. um okay is gonna be you can't go wrong because the other two shirts i did were Corey, and they they both did very well and like he just understands me like the the neon cartoon monster merch shirt we did was literally ripping off a chiodo shirt with the teddy bear, but instead it was Mickey Mouse. Oh, I love instead that. Instead it was Mickey yeah. Mouse with the with candy coming Sorry. out of him or something. Hell yeah. And um we're gonna do this collab taking because like there's like a certain aesthetic of like roller coaster merch that I'm like very interested in. I'm like very into like the fashion of roller coaster merch. Oh yeah. You know how like people are very into like, you know, like wrestler shirts or like, you know. Absolutely. Or fanimation. You know, just like those things. Like, I'm very into like certain eras of roller coaster merch. And there's like this era that was like maybe like the late 90s, early 2000s when they would make this merch that was like roller coaster monsters, right? Like, they would take like whatever it was and they just like exaggerate it as like this monster creature kind of thing. Like, you know, 
Yeah. There was just something so inherently interesting about that. Like, especially like the Bush Gardens parks, it would just be like, you know, like yeah. an animal, but the animal would be like very monstrous. It'd be like, it would not be like, you know, a normal fucking like panther. <laughs> It'd be like a fucking cracked out panther, you know, <laughs> or something like that, you know? That's too funny. You know, it's like, we got to make this funny. intimidating. You know, there's this thing so professional wrestling about it, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. There's something about that aesthetic that has like very much like piqued my interest as someone who like spends time on like Depop looking at like different eras of like fucking, you know, this, these merchant stuff. Like it, it's, it's really cool because like, you know, just like how there's like the cool stuff, you know, now that I go to parks and I'll like go into the, the gift shops and stuff. I'll see the stuff that I yep, fucking yep, yep. hate. Right. You know, the stuff that just drives me insane, you know, just like you and the grim reaper shirts. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like me. Or like Corey with the Y2K stuff. It's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. me with the roller coaster stat shirts. Like it's like, it's like a poor. Uh, it's like it just looks yeah. like it should be a poster, but it's a shirt, and it's just like, like you know, four hundred foot drop, you know, <laughs> like or just like you yeah, know, it's just the stupid. tallest roller coaster in the world, and it's just like it just like is so messy and not simple, or at least using the space in a way that is like visually appealing. It just makes me furious, <laughs> like. <laughs> like I went to uh, like Dollywood a couple months ago and I, I was like going through all the merchandise and just trying to find something good. And the best thing I found was in the sales rack. <laughs> like just like after like going through all this. That's how it always is. And it was like, they e- it was like so unintentional. Like I could tell that they like don't know what they're doing, but it was so good. Like, you know, it was simple. It had the logo on the front in a very simple, awesome way. But then it had like one, like, like flame stripe on the side, like on the sleeve. Oh, I'm just wow. like, yo, that is like not, <laughs> you know, it feels so like accidental, like hype beast. And like, yeah, that ironically was um, my, my first brand. Uh, when I did a clothing brand, when I tried to do that, right. Um, probably like four or five years ago, it was called tourist hype beast. And the idea of it was like trying to like meld together hype beast culture with like tourism, because like, that's, because that's like sick. I grew up in like Florida, which is a total fucking tourist trap hellhole, <laughs> and Absolutely. like, right, Absolutely. which has a, like a very specific like aesthetic. But like, I, then I moved to Philadelphia, and Philadelphia has its own weird tourism culture. And there's there's this thing so right, interesting right. about you know tourism culture, and it was still definitely like there was some successes, but it was mostly a failure, obviously because I'm not doing it anymore. But like you know, I'd had a shirt like that was like. You know, this is like very much like midway hype beast era, like, and like it would be like a shirt with like Rocky with his fist in the air, but it says cocky and he's got money in his hand or something <laughs> like that. You know? That's classic, right. like Karma Loop era. Totally. <laughs> like, you know, there's just like something I think Corey was talking about, like Wildwood, you know, where you have like, like a shirt with like Alice in Wonderland smoking a blunt. It just says Thrasher on it or something. <laughs> like, we have all we I love like the Hollywood Boulevard, like little like stores. I've had like so many times where I'll like go into the sales section and they'll have like just like garbage shirts yeah. like that. And I love yeah, I love the whole idea that like, you know, fashion has become like taking things that were once considered very trashy and it's now like super stylish to wear like the most trashy things to wear like yeah, no one liked death metal tees. Everyone was like, oh, no one liked God, NASCAR. don't wear that. You know, out. it's like... Yeah, those were like horrible. Like, like no one like wearing NASCAR that. shirts and like, 
Guy Fury like fucking flame shirts like unironically and oh, like yeah. yeah yeah that whole like 90s Y2K thing is like definitely as bigger it's bigger yeah. than ever except to the Zoomers <laughs> like the Zoomers millennials are dressing like that the Zoomers are like very like if you took like kawaii culture I guess like that Japanese like cutesy thing yeah and you mixed it with like industrial <laughs> like so if you made like that's if you made really like cute comparison. industrial, that's like what e boys and e girls are, you know? Holy shit! Yeah, that's a real yeah. No, that that's fuck. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the I, I I'm all down with like the e boy e girl thing to be honest. Only because like I think it's like good for kids to have something. I think it's dope like, too. I yeah. I'm always I'm always down. Yeah, I think they're like really like living a um like a cool like social life through TikTok and like I think that TikTok yeah. is really cool and a lot of people don't understand why it's cool and I'm not even going to say I'm that good at it but I enjoy yeah I, I love I enjoy it, it and I, I understand it and I think Me what's too. so awesome about it that people don't really understand is that it allows people to interact with anything in a in a creative way you know and that yeah and just to have like, fun it, it's you know? inherently fun. inclusive you know absolutely there's an inherent inclusion to that and like i think a lot of you know parents or like you know some people like our age right they'll just be like oh man tiktok's so cringy or something like no tiktok's great because literally it will meld to what you like algorithmically better than like any other social media platform except for maybe like a yeah i'm always getting content that i actually like i end up sending all the ones i see on my feed like to my friends like it's like it's I'll, I'll discover new yeah, music on it or I'll be reminded of a song that I like, you know, and that's like cool. You know, it's cool to see kids interact with it. And like, you know, I've done things like where, you know, to promote a song, I'll find like like an e-boy or e-girl like influencer and have them like have that's them the way do right something now. with that's my song. Right. And like it'll be tight because like, you know, maybe I won't get that many uses of the sound. Maybe I'll get like 30 but I'll get like two real fans out of that, you know, that are like forever, you know, like, like this scene kid in the middle of nowhere wearing, like I have a, like a video of like a scene kid, like dancing around in like a monster, like energy drink tea with like a scene mullet. to like my song, that's like better than like any amount of plays you can get on Spotify. Like it's like seeing absolutely. Cause he took the time. That's what people don't understand. Like, it's like yeah seeing like they're seeing numbers rather than yeah. humans and most of those numbers aren't humans and like that's like the the big thing is like that there's like a cell phone farm somewhere in like uganda right listening to all of those songs just like a farm of cell phones like beefing up those plays those are real things you know like people like use these like shitty playlisting services and they're really just like some dude you know, in some like African country, like just like with a bunch of fucking cell phones playing your song for like this amount of time to get this many plays, like an actual farm, like they are farming plays, you know? It's fucking insane, dude. I would never think to do so. Like that sounds like something you'd like think up in like a dream or something. It's not something that you'd think that, like, that could actually I want that Vice documentary to come out. <laughs> like, now that right? would be interesting. I'd That's love to see that in Boise, see. dog. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good place to kind of end this off.
But like, dude, any shout outs? Sure. Um, shout out to Fleet Filth. Shout out to Dream Rats. Shout out to Alex Stanilla. Shouts out to Black Cross, John Geddon, um, D Wild, Glab. Um, is that everybody? So that's everyone like from Trilus. I'll say a special shout out to to No Legs and Baron and Alec and uh, Yesterday and Checkmate and uh, Heads and shouts out to Birthday Booking. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna run out. Oh, shouts out to Little Perk, the Thought God, and Infinite and Infinity <laughs> Knives. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm probably gonna miss some people on this one, but oh yeah, shouts out to Julian because I wouldn't have found you if it wasn't for him wearing your merch. Shouts out to so Julian. Shouts out to Julian, even though we don't Absolutely. really know each other. <laughs> Hopefully you do. I, I hope to have like everybody in the same yeah. room one day. That would you know, be really awesome. One thing I was thinking about when you said this, if you had a brick and mortar, you know, and you weren't doing a like a, a mall first, you know, something that could be really cool is if you had a like a store venue. Yeah. I've always wanted to do something like that. I've talked about it in my Yayo thing. You're talking about that that record store or whatever. Yep, backside. Yep. Always wanted to kind of take I wanted to take over that location with my old brand, but the rent was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure California sucks like for, oh, for rent. Yeah. Oh, it's like two grand a month. I'm like, no. It's like but, more than an apartment. But yeah, um, check out my new single coming out September third. Not yeah, wait, September third. We're, we're we're approaching September third. That's what time is happening. Um, it's called I Really Miss When Emo Songs Had Long Titles because I do miss that. And I think I'm just going to start titling all my songs with stupid long titles now. I love it. That's just what I feel we like. We need that back. Bring it back. That's my that's my revival. It's been a, it's been really awesome, bro. Like, it's yeah, dude, thank awesome. you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Like, Definitely talk to me anytime. <laughs> like, Hells yeah, brother. All righty, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Please stream this on Spotify, uh, freaking Apple Podcasts, Apple Music Podcasts. Like mm-hmm. I think this is like on like so many different like platforms now because I just checked on, Anchor and it's on like, Anchor. <laughs> it's like it's really, you should be the co-host at this point. <laughs> Yo, let me, if you ever want me on to like interview people, uh, like I'm, you know, I'd always be down to do. Sorry, like, guys, I'm outsourcing now. We hire we hire people now. We don't. I don't do the interviews. I'm the CEO. You'll intern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, please listen, share, do whatever you got to do. Peace out.